Hello and welcome to All Things Urticaria from Medthority. In this series of podcasts, our host, Professor Marcus Maurer, is joined by his friends and colleagues to discuss All Things Urticaria. Over to Professor Maurer. Hello and welcome back to All Things Urticaria, your UCARE podcast, Urticaria Centres of Reference, around the globe, more than 100 now in more than 40 countries. My name is Marcus. I'm here at the UCARE in Berlin, Germany, and I'm very, very happy to welcome today my friend, uh, colleague, uh, fellow urticariologist from Beijing, Su Tao Cao. Ni hao, Su Tao. Hi, Max. Good to see you. It this is Su Yeah, from Beijing. Very good. Uh, Su Tao, please explain to our listeners uh, where you are, what your center is all about, how you fit in with the UCARE network. You were, you were the first UCARE in China. Uh, hi, Max. It's very happy to, to join you here. Uh, hi, uh, my friends online. This is Zhu Tao. Uh, I came from the Department of Dermatology, Beijing First Hospital. Also, you care, the first you care, as you mentioned, in Beijing. And there's a lot of uh, uh, UT carrier patients every day in the clinic. So I'm very happy to share the experience in China, in, China, in Beijing, and talking about the UT carrier today. Super to have you. So Dao, when I came to visit you many years ago, I don't even remember, it must have been 10 years ago, I was very impressed about the number of patients at your hospital, number of urticaria patients. But you were just starting then to build the UCARE, the urticaria center. And in the meantime, so much has happened. Uh, you have worked not only to uh, make the UCARE in Berlin a motor of our network with lots of uh, projects you contribute to, but you've also worked within China to bring UCARES to your very big country. I would like to talk to you a little bit about both of these things. Um, let's start with China and urticaria. Um, I don't even know how many people live in China right now, but it is uh, a lot, a lot. And uh, we always calculate um, at least 1% of the population has chronic urticaria. In China, it's probably more. I know that you have recently looked in a very good epidemiological study at the prevalence of urticaria. And uh, I was surprised by what you found. Yeah, yeah, Max. Uh, urticaria is still a very uh, big challenge in China dermatology clinic. There's a lot of uh, urticaria patients every day in the clinic, uh, such as in our uh, urticaria center. Every day, more than 1,000 patients with uh, the skin problem came to our department. About half of them was uh, allergy related, such as eczema uh, or urticaria. But I can tell you what, uh, we just finished the first population-based uh, investigation about how many urticaria patients in China. Uh, like 2.58% uh, of the population, adult, I mean, adult population has got uh, diagnosed as chronic urticaria, which is a huge, very huge population. That, there's more than, uh, that's right, there's more than uh, 1.4 billion people in China. So which wow. means a lot of people got urticaria. And especially in the children population, there's a small uh, investigation, uh, how many or how many percent in China, the children has 
got uh, the chronic carrier is about 6%, means also even higher percent of children got the chronic urticaria problem. And we also uh, did the work about how much it gave us an economic burden. The chronic urticaria caused a big burden in China. A lot of people pay a lot, such as by the antihistamine, omalizumab, and also traditional Chinese medicine for treatment of this disease. But however, there's still a lot of work have to do. And most of the people haven't been treated properly because we have different uh, situation. People can go different uh, hospital. They can select or treat it or not. They can go anywhere they want. It's free to go any department if you want. No, thank you, Sajal. That's great. Uh, but let me go back to this amazing figure. No, more than two percent prevalent. You know, that's at least one in forty people who right yes. now in China yes. have chronic urticaria. I mean, um, even if you had 100 or 200 UCARES, that would not be enough to, to do this. Um, how, how, how do you envision all of these people with urticaria can be helped? What do we need? What are the steps that we need to take to increase uh, knowledge, awareness outside of urticaria centers of reference in, uh, in, in China? How can we bring good treatment to these millions and millions of people affected? Yeah, good question. Uh, actually, we set up uh, several uh, UCARE in China now. It's uh, five or six, I can't remember. And then uh, we try to build up more uh, centers in the country. Uh, we we cooperate with the Chinese Dermatology uh, Association. We try to build up uh, 100 youth uh, care center in the next year, the coming year. We try to teach them how to treat youth uh, care properly. We build up the, the first Chinese allergy school, which is very uh, popular and uh, successfully. We treat, uh, we educate a lot of uh, physicians, especially dermatologists, to teach them how to treat this kind of patients properly. So now it's getting better, but still a lot of patients haven't uh, been treated properly. And we also did like uh, Chinese, we call the Twitter. It's, uh, it's another one, but not the same as Twitter. We also do a lot of uh, internet education to teach people to know what is your career, how to treat it, uh, what shall we do, and uh, how to reach the, the experienced the dermatologist, how to go to the youth care center. Uh, this can help uh, uh, some of the patients, but still we need to do a lot of this kind of education program to help the physician, to help the patient to uh, treat this kind of disease. I agree, I agree. There's a long way ahead of us. Uh, and of course, uh, the teaching needs to come with instruments, uh, medication. I understand you have uh, antihistamines readily available, also omalizumab. What about the tools? You have helped uh, to translate and culturally adapt the urticaria control test and other patient reported outcome measures. Are they being used? Um, do Chinese colleagues find them helpful? Yes, uh, all the uh, clinical tools, I mean, uh, the, like a UCT, a uh, US, we uh, translate into Chinese and publish, 
publications uh, was also available. So most of the physicians can use this kind of uh, clinical tools. We also published uh, uh, like 20 or 30 papers about how to use this kind of, how the you carry properly this kind of disease. And most of the, them are, uh, are available online. Mm -hmm. So uh, the physician, if they are interested or if they have any question, they can ask us by uh, online or they can send me email, or we can communicate uh, uh, how to treat this kind of disease. Mm. That's great. Uh, Sutao, you know that the UCARE network has recently developed an app for patients, the uh, Chronic Urticaria Self-Evaluation App, Cruise. People mm. in Germany, in Switzerland, Austria, the UK, they're starting to use it. We are also launching in Italy. Um, mm -hmm. What about China? I, I have a suspicion that such a tool, such an app for use by patients could be hugely successful in China. Do you have apps in China to uh, help patients measure their control, improve their treatment? Uh, we, we don't have this kind of apps uh, until now. To my knowledge, there's no this kind of apps. But we also uh, use the online tools. Mm -hmm. People can send the message by themselves. We have a big database to collect the, the information from the patients, uh, like uh, treated by uh, omelizumab and also from the allergy center, I mean, the youth care center. They collect all the data from the patients. They can send a message. We have, we call that, it's kind of, uh, how, to, how to say that? It's a group of patients in one uh, community online. Mm -hmm. People can send a message. And uh, every day I spend one hour on this to, to mm -hmm. reply the questions, to teach the people how to uh, use the antihistamine, how to uh, go to my clinic. So uh, it's a Till now, it's very successful, but still a lot of work have to do. Maybe we can follow you to use this kind of apps. You can send me later. I will see if we can use these apps in China, or maybe we can do it uh, in China. That would be great. I think it uh, could really help in such a big country and uh, so many patients. Do, do you, I mean, we've always known that in Asia, also in uh, South America, the prevalence of chronic urticaria is higher than in Europe or US, at, yeah. least the, at least the previous studies suggest that. And we have, we've also known that um, the, the, the prevalence of urticaria over the last years or uh, mm -hmm. uh, decades is increasing. Why do you think, or let, let, me, let me say, uh, do you think that the prevalence in China is higher than outside of Asia? Uh, China is a little bit high than Japan, but similar with Korea. So I think it's, it's getting high and high. I mean, uh, the allergy disease such as eczema, atopic dermatitis, and also like uh, uh, AR, asthma, and also youth care is getting more and more in the mm -hmm. clinic. It could be because uh, the economic is getting better. People have enough food or even more food. I mean, this, uh, they eat a lot. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, which could be one of the risk uh, factor of the disease. Mm -hmm. Also uh, in China or in Asia, there's a lot of people. The, the, I mean, the, the every day you have to do a lot of work. You communicate uh, with a lot of people. So mm -hmm. it could be something wrong with the 
uh, nerve system or could be something wrong with the master cell, they can activate very often, which mm. cause a lot of allergic disease. But still, still a lot of work need to do to analyze which is the key factor for this. But yeah. we realize the allergy disease is increasing a lot. Sure. And this year we did the first uh, Chinese population-based uh, investigation shows that allergy is one of the big uh, population uh, problems in the public health. Yeah. So we should treat it seriously, especially for your carrier. Yeah, no, I agree completely. I just wouldn't discard the possibility that your studies are better than studies uh, done elsewhere. I think if we were to look in Europe mm -hmm. and also in the US and, and Canada, the way you looked uh, uh, at prevalence in China and the way the epidemiological studies are done in China, Japan and Korea, uh, I think we would be surprised um, that numbers are actually higher here in our countries as well, um, mm. as compared to what previous old studies uh, have suggested. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's get simple. I think it should be because of the food uh, lifestyle and also with the economic uh, increasing, allergic disease is getting yeah. more popular. Yeah. I guess so, but still we don't know exactly. But I think the different populations should be the same. Yeah. Uh, we are higher than Europe, but similar with the other part of uh, Asia people. Oh, Asia. Yeah. Maybe lower than America. Yes. Uh, you know that uh, within the UCARE network, we're now starting the lifestyle and risk study for urticaria. So it would be very, very interesting when we have the data from Asia and the rest of the world uh, to compare the prevalence of risk factors, well, to identify maybe regionally uh, important and specific risk factors, but also to compare common that's right, risk that's factors right. for impact. Yeah, so many we'll things to do, to so many things yeah. to do, um, exactly. but it's fun. And uh, I'm very happy to have you on board, uh, Tsu Tao, coordinating the efforts in China with all of uh, your input. You know that uh, I especially value our interaction. You know, many of your team members have come to visit us here at the UCARE. There's a steady exchange, not only of ideas, but also of scientists and physicians. And this brings the world of urticariology closer. And I'm very happy about the strong ties that uh, we have and the uh, UCARES in general have amongst each other. Sure, sure. Very happy to talk with you, Max. And also, I wish you and everybody uh, Alice good this year. Yes, yes. No, these formats are great. Uh, I love them uh, because beyond the teaching, you know, beyond the information transported, these allergy schools where we meet, discuss, exchange ideas, they really bring um, the, the future. They bring new ideas, new projects, new interaction and a plan and that is so important you know if you could start one project one thing uh, and money doesn't matter um, you could do whatever you wanted to do uh, in urticaria to help urticaria what would that be Su Tao? Uh, i think uh, the quality of uh, the quality of life i hope uh, with our achievement uh, the people can get him better not so much itching, not so much damage for the life. Um, that's the most focus of my uh, study or investment. I want to do everything to help people to get a better lifestyle and also quality of life. 
Thank you. Thank you so much, Sutal. Patients first, no patient left behind, improve quality of life, make the life of our urticaria patients normal again. You heard it here from Sutal. This is a mantra within the UCARE network. Thank you for being so strong and pushing for that, Sutal. Um, I'm going to let you go. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Max. Looking forward to see you again. Same here. And with that, dear listeners, uh, concludes another episode of All Things Urticaria. If you would like us to touch on questions we haven't talked about, um, topics that you're interested in, do reach out to the UCARE office. We'll be happy to take up your suggestions. Um, I was here with Su Tao from China to continue a series of looking at urticaria in different regions of the world. So do tune in to other episodes where I talk to our colleagues in India, in North America, and soon to come also the Middle East. Uh, with that, stay healthy. Thank you for listening, and uh, I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Medthority would like to thank Marcus Maurer for that fascinating insight into UCARE. If you have any other questions regarding urticaria, please feel free to ask us via our website, www.medthority.com. Remember to tune in for the next episode of All Things Urticaria. From all of us at All Things Urticaria from Medthority, have a lovely week.